Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. In their 47th season in the NBA, the Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. We're not satisfied. I think that's one message that's coming out of our locker room right now. We understand that we're heading to the NBA Finals, and we have four more games to try to win. The Heat become just the second eight seed ever to make the NBA Finals. We know we have more work to do, but damn, is this hard. The longer you're around in this business, you realize the harder and harder it is to do something like this. Well, 80 bucks went on to my credit card this morning. Was it a good idea or a bad idea? Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80, ask your smart speaker. Be like, hey, play ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Gabe Neitzel, and we are presented by our friends at uh, Progressive Insurance. If I sound nervous right now, Gabe, it's because I am, not because we're doing this show. This show doesn't make me nervous. I think we'll be fine here for the 6 uh, 6 p.m. Eastern hour. Uh, I'm nervous because my favorite basketball team, who I grew up loving as long as I can remember, the Denver Nuggets are in the NBA Finals for the first time ever. You can watch on ABC with Breeny and Van Gundy and Mark Jackson and everybody. You can listen on ESPN Radio uh, tomorrow night, coverage of Game 1. And I'm not able to travel home, so I'm going to be watching Gabe alone in my basement most of these games. You know, I don't know, maybe my wife or my kids will come down and hang with me. So I'm a little uneasy about this. You you feel like the Nuggets are going to roll. I just have seen enough of the heat to know that this is not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, for you as a fan, I can understand why you feel that way, why you're saying that. I'm still not convinced, and we had uh, Chris Carlin on earlier who is willing to admit at this point that the Heat are a good team. I'm not quite there because I just still stare at this roster and can't quite figure it out, and maybe I just need to continue to give even more credit to Eric Spolstra, who I think is one of the best coaches in the NBA today, one of the few coaches that actually makes a difference because that's the only way I can actually make it make sense in my head that the Heat are playing for an NBA championship starting tomorrow night. Is it a fluke? Do, do, Do you feel like it's a fluke that they're there? I don't want. I feel like using that word. Takes you want to away. say yes? I do want to say yes, but at the same time, like Jimmy Butler is just a killer, man. Like he is one of the. Gabe, the few it's no people. accident. No, Gabe, the, the, he's they, so, they, they were. He's, he's the only player a shot that I away know from of. the finals last year, right? I mean, they were Jimmy's three in Game Seven away from being here last year, mm-hmm. and they were there in the bubble. So that this is now like. Three of the last four where yeah. they've been at least either in it or on the doorstep of it. I don't think it's a fluke at all. I think you need to wrap your head around the Heat are good. I can't. The thing that doesn't make sense to me is how radically different. Because Jimmy's a good player. Jimmy Butler is a good player. But how radically different he is when he's playing in the playoffs. There are times, and again, I've, I watched this firsthand. I watched him dismantle my Milwaukee Bucks in five games. He did. Right? The, the Hawks, the Hawks won as many games against the Heat this postseason, right? <laughs> as the Milwaukee Bucks won. It's true. Both beat them once. Both beat them once. Not great. 
But there, there were times during that series where I'm like, late in the game, Jimmy's taking a three, and I'm thinking, fantastic, because this dude's like a 30% three-point shooter. That's the shot I want you to take. And he just continues to knock him down. Yeah. He just transforms. Somehow he becomes a great three-point shooter. He becomes a great everything. Every move flip man the makes switch. in the postseason. He's a flip-the-switch play, right? I, and, and I haven't been able to figure out how or why he's able to do it, but he is, I mean, he is something else. That being said, yeah. He did start showing some signs of fatigue in the series against the Celtics because the uh. Heat ask literally everything of Jimmy Butler and have had to do that to get as far as they have. Uh, we found out today no Tyler Hero for Miami in Game 1, although it does sound to me like Eric Spolster is optimistic that he might play at some point in the series. So I know I'm not going back, which I really wanted to do, Gabe, but mm-hmm. it just my family situation, it just is not going to work for me to be able to be there back at home. So instead, today I went on to the old website, fired up a shirt and a hat, okay, that Western said Conference Western Champs. Conference Champions on it. Now, how do you feel about the Western Conference Champions gear? Because if they win the title, I'm going to be firing up the old website again to order my NBA champion locker room hat, T-shirt, all this how many hats and T-shirts? I'm a 40-year-old man. How many hats and T-shirts do I really need? Do I need to be dropping $200 on hats and shirts and stuff for my favorite basketball team for a conference championship? Do you wait until the, you win the whole thing to get the T-shirt, or do you agree with my decision to have some gear in hand to watch these games? Because if the Nuggets lose this series, I'm not going to be wearing that T-shirt ever again. It's going to be a reminder of a dark dark time in my sports fandom so the only time in my fandom where i felt it was acceptable to get the conference championship gear because i felt like i was going to wear it no matter what was when the packers defeated the chicago bears in 2010 when you beat your rival to then go to the next level like to Uh me if if the packers would have lost the super bowl in 2010 to the pittsburgh steelers like that nfc championship hat still would have represented we beat the bears in the nfc championship game okay and with my favorite basketball team the bucks when i was in the situation you were in and the the bucks have been terrible for my entire life until Giannis got like they won one they won two playoff series in 2001 and that was it and then Giannis gets here and they're and they're super good Okay. I decided to wait to see if they won the championship because then that $80 that you spent on Western Conference Championship gear, I could then spend. I mean, I, I bought, I'm not even going to say it was way too much. I bought a lot of Bucks Championship gear Coffee because mugs, it was something banners, I thought I would posters. never experience. Bucks and sick stuff all over the place. Because again, like this was a team that, despite my love for it as a child, they weren't ever going to be good. They weren't ever supposed to be good, and now here they are winning an NBA championship. So that's the way I went about it, because I decided that any money that was spent on Eastern Conference championship gear in 2021 was better spent as NBA championship gear later. Triple Eight say ESPN. What are the rules about buying the gear? When do you get it? Like... By the way, the, the Guardians here, you know, the baseball team, they won mm-hmm. the AL Central last. And I see people walking around with AL Central Championship gear 2022. Like, okay, if your no. team hasn't won the division in 30 years, you can go by, yep. you know. A, that but, was a team that was know, in the World Series not that long ago. Right. I mean, come on. Now you're just making an excuse to go buy some unnecessary T-shirts. In my Like, if you're Golden State, 
and you've won the final, you win the finals again. Like, do you need four championship shirts? 15, 17, 18, and 22? Like, you gotta have all four of, what are you gonna do? Wear all four of them at the same time? Well, no, it's but you could probably interesting... have like a championship week. You know, like, you know, we've got rivalry week on ESPN. You can have championship week if you have that many championships. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We'll get Let to me your ask you rules. This. Yes, yes. Because as, 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 I mean, again, the Nuggets, I think much like me with the Bucks, you with the Nuggets as a kid, yeah, maybe they had some decent teams, but like being an NBA champion probably seemed out of the realm of possibility. Really far away. Yes. What, if, if, if you had any, what was the first Nuggets jersey you owned as a kid? Uh, Alex English, number two. I okay. had it when I was two years old. All right. Nice. I had a Vin Baker jersey. Nobody knows Did who you? Jim Baker is. Yeah, I mean, nobody knows who Alex English is, even though he's in the Hall of Fame. It's not like he's at, especially if you didn't grow up, you know, like when I grew up or before that. Triple eight, say ESPN. All right. Jamal Murray, guard for the Denver Nuggets. Key player in this series. He kicked the Lakers butt up and down the court. Did an interview with the NBA on ESPN Radio. Of course, you can listen to coverage of Game 1 on most of these ESPN Radio stations starting tomorrow night. And he talked to the guys about what Denver can prove in the NBA Finals. Take a listen. That we're uh, the best team in the league, and um, like you said, we have a chance to prove it. And uh, we've been working together, working for this for a while, I think all individually as well. So um, to be here, we're all trying to make you know, see the opportunity, but also take advantage of it. Gabe, it's interesting. Nobody believed that the Nuggets were the best team in the league until right now. And nobody believed mm-hmm. that Jokic was the best player in the world, even though he was the two-time MVP, until right now. Because they had been the number one seed before. He had been the MVP before. Get to the finals. That was, their, that was the next step for this team. And they did it in relatively yeah. dominating fashion. Sure. Gentlemen sweep in the first round. Yes, the Suns pushed them, but I think that became a little bit easier because of the injuries the Suns suffered as the series yeah. went along. It became so apparent the Suns didn't have enough by Correct. about the halftime of Game 5. Right. Yeah. And then they swept LeBron. I mean, LeBron's only been swept a handful of times, a couple of times in his entire, in his entire playoff career. Uh, Michael Malone, you know, fans are now finally getting a chance to watch Nikola Jokic play on a big national stage at a time when people are actually awake on the East Coast to watch the games. What are they going to see when they see Nikola Jokic in the NBA Finals? Again, exclusive interview with our team at the NBA on ESPN Radio. The fans that will be tuning in for the first time will come to appreciate him like everybody else does. Here is a, a a young player who is truly selfless, makes every one of his teammates around him better, and all he cares about is not his own stats, is about winning. And he's going to sacrifice and do whatever it takes to get the win. So uh, if more people get to know who Nikola is, then that's great for everybody. The whole world should know who Nikola Jokic is. Nuggets Heat Game 1 is a hot ticket. Hot tickets brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on hottest tickets. You can experience it live with Vivid Seats. Let's go to Denver, to the hotline we go here on Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Gabe Neitzel. Zach Bai is the co-host of Stokely and Zach on 104.3 The Fan in Denver. You can follow him on Twitter at Bai's line, B-Y-E-S. L-I-N-E, and he joins us now on Canty and Carlin. Zach, Gabe and I have been debating it. I spent 80 bucks online on a hat and a T-shirt today. Good move or bad move to buy the conference championship gear and not wait for the NBA championship gear, assuming that it might be coming at some point. 
Yeah, I, I well, first of all, guys, thanks for having me, Gabe, Aaron Goldhammer. Good to talk to you guys again. Um, yeah, I think it's a safe investment. Look, um, the the Denver Nuggets are the second largest favorite in the NBA Finals in the last 16 years. you got to go back to the 2018 Warriors who were like minus 1,000 uh, against Cleveland, and they swept that series. Uh, there is a reason that the odds makers are not giving the Miami Heat uh, a great shot in this series. If you look at Jokic to win the MVP, it's minus 350. That's the largest favorite to win Finals MVP in the last 20 years because the dynamics here are clear, and I don't want to be disrespectful at all to the Miami Heat. But if Miami went on to win the title, they would have the least amount of regular season wins to win a championship going back to the 1978 Washington Bullets. This is a Miami Heat team who not only was an eight seed and caught green light after green light uh, due to, to injury and sheer matchup um, with a team like uh, the New York Knicks in the second round and then in the, in the first round having Giannis get hurt, Tatum rolls his ankle in game seven. They've played great, but they've had some good fortune but this is a matchup that the Denver Nuggets have absolutely dominated. They play Miami twice a year. This year, they swept them. Last year, they swept them. Year before that, they swept them. Not only just 6-0 and against the Heat in the last three years, if you extrapolate it over the last half a decade, the Denver Nuggets are 9-1 and over the Miami Heat. And if you want to look for the last time that Miami came to Denver and won a game, you literally have to go back to November 2016 when Barack Barack Obama was literally still in the White House. That's how long you have to look back to when Miami won in Denver. This is a lopsided matchup, and the odds are reflecting that. All right. Well, given everything you just listed off then, Zach, can the Nuggets play the nobody believes in us card? They're trying their hardest, Gabe. (laughs) They're, they're, They're trying their hardest. Michael Malone has banged that drum. Um, I think there has been truth to that drum he's banging up until this point, but we're now in a window where the Denver Nuggets have forced everyone to talk about them. It's very reminiscent of the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, I don't think you know talk show hosts or producers around the country wanted to wake up and talk about the San Antonio Spurs, but Tim Duncan and Manu and Tony Parker and Pop, they made that be the case, and that's kind of what Denver has done here now, and although it's not necessarily true like in this moment I still think that um, uh, uh, Michael Malone and a lot of Nuggets Nation still sort of remember you know uh, uh, the, the the lack of awareness you heard you guys just talking about it in the setup to bringing me on like this is a team that you know starts their games at 10 and 10 30 at night on the East Coast and I know sometimes people in Denver you know get upset you know East Coast bias and to which I tell them and they don't want to hear it hey guess what if I'm a producer uh, and I know that 47% of the nation lives on the East Coast, we're probably not going to lead our shows talking with a game that not enough people saw. But on this stage, everyone is fully aware of the, uh, the, the greatness of Jokic. There's no dissenting opinions on that. And if you, if you have that opinion, you're telling on yourself that you have a low basketball IQ. Um, so we're all sort of on the same page now with this team, with Jokic. But don't be surprised if, if Michael Malone uh, continues to go back to that well because it's worked up until this point.
It has Zach by with us, co-host Stokely and Zach 1043, the fan in Denver. I also think, you know, it's hurt Jokic in a way too. He didn't play college basketball like Steph has played on the West Coast for his whole career, but he really became a national star when he got to play in this thing called the NCAA tournament, which everybody in the country watches. And Nikola Jokic was drafted during a Taco Bell commercial in the second round. <laughs> Zach, how, how do you expect uh, the Nuggets to handle the layoff? We were laughing about this that they were calling high school teams up and trying to find somebody to scrimmage over the last 10 days because they haven't played a game. Do you think the rest is a good thing or a bad thing for the Nuggets? I think it's a great thing, and I can cite two recent examples where a layoff didn't hurt them. One is the All-Star break. Uh, obviously, it's not as long as a layoff as this, but it's about halfway there, and the Nuggets kicked the door down to the second half of the season. In the first six games coming out of the All-Star break, they were 6-1, and one, uh, or excuse me, 5-1 and one in their first six games after the break. Uh, and then if you look at the layoff that they had at the end of the season, guys, it was really unusual because the Nuggets had a seven-game lead for the one seed in the month of March. That's highly unusual. So the Nuggets took their foot off the gas. They started to shut guys down. Might have cost Jokic the MVP, but that was their approach, and they really didn't play a game of seriousness for the last month of the season. Then, in addition to that, they had to wait for the play-in games to get done. So if you consider all that, I mean, the layoff there was pretty legitimate as well, and all Denver did is come out uh, in game one of the NBA playoffs and dominate the Minnesota Timberwolves in that first game by the tune of 29 points. Uh, if you look at the game one after their uh, mini layoff, because they had to wait for these other series to, to finish up, because they gentlemen swept Minnesota, they kicked the door down to game one against Phoenix, 125 to 107. They did the same thing to the Lakers and picked up that, that, that early win after their layoff after the second round. So we have multiple examples where the rest, uh, or the rest versus rust conversation wasn't really relevant to Denver, and I also have historical context as well. Home teams with five or more days of rest headed to, into the NBA Finals are 8-1 and one in Game 1s, and they're 8-1 and one in those series. So we have recent examples to draw from that too much rest won't hurt Denver, and we have historical examples to draw from why too much rest won't hurt Denver as well. Who's the unsung hero for the Denver Nuggets? Michael Porter Jr., uh, Michael Porter Jr. is a guy that they, they took a risk on with the last pick of the lottery, didn't play at all his first season, quite literally redshirted, uh, has been much maligned as a Denver Nugget. Um, they paid him early. Uh, Tim Connolly did, the former, for, former general manager, and that was under much scrutiny. But what Michael Porter has ju- done during these playoffs, I mean, this guy went from averaging five rebounds a game to averaging nine, over nine rebounds a game in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, this is a guy who is averaging uh, over the course of, of the NBA playoffs. He's already scored over 200 points in these playoffs. Average over eight rebounds a game in the first round. Average seven rebounds a game in the second round. He has been efficient uh, from three. Uh, if you look at his games, I mean, he's had games in these playoffs where he's made five and six three-pointers. Uh, I'm actually expecting that to be the case again. But Michael Porter Jr., we have watched go from caterpillar to butterfly here in the last month 
when the lights get the brightest. And I know Nuggets Nation is wildly encouraged of what they've seen from this guy. And I just don't know who, who here in this uh, finals matchup is going to guard him. Like we talk about slowing down Jamal Murray and slowing down uh, uh, Nikola Jokic. But at the same time, who is going to guard six foot ten Michael Porter Jr.? The Heat are a really small basketball team. Bam Adebayo is an undersized center. Guys, he would be the fourth tallest player in the, uh, in the Nuggets starting lineup. So if you work your way down and look at these guys like Duncan Robinson or Highsmith or Lowry or Hero or Martin, these guys are all six foot six. Uh, uh, and and shorter, maybe some of them are six seven. Michael Porter Jr. is a six foot ten uh, uh, player with a ratchet on him, and I just don't know who is going to uh, uh, man this guy over the course of, of a of a four five six uh, game series. I'm expecting a big series from Michael Porter Jr. Well, Zach, you've got me saying a brocha that uh, Michael Porter stays healthy throughout the course of this series because that's been the biggest thing to hold him back in his career. We do me a favor, Zach, before tomorrow night, Peyton Manning. John Elway can sit courtside for the NBA Finals. You tell Russell Wilson that if he wants to go to this game tomorrow, I've got a seat for him in the last row at Ball Arena. (laughs) Do not let him. He is a bad quarterback right now of a bad football team. He need not be sitting courtside trying to get FaceTime and glom on to the best team in Denver so that he can look like he's still a star. He's got to prove it and beat the Chiefs before he can sit courtside at the NBA Finals. Is that a deal? You know what? It'd be a deal for me. Um, there, you'd be hard-pressed to find in any other market an athlete come into town with the type of fanfare that he came into town with, one of the biggest trades in NFL history. And, yeah. and you know who was leading the hype train? Who was in the driver's seat? It was Russell Wilson who said into microphones he wanted to play another 10 to 12 years, win three to four Super Bowls. He had uh, a Lombardi trophies airbrushed on his cleats and said uh, that there's more coming to Denver uh, and branded let's ride. And all he proceeded to do was fall on his face and throw less touchdowns than Justin Fields, who the number one thing he needs to improve on is throwing the football. So Russell Wilson has a lot of uh, proving to do here in Denver. And I can tell you, when they put him on the big screen, Screen at the Nuggets games, he is getting a wildly different reaction than he got last offseason. I bet. All right, tell him if he wants to sit in the upper deck, he can pay for his ticket. Manning and Elway, they have Super Bowls. They don't have to pay for their tickets, they're courtside. Russ is sitting up in the third deck, if you ask me. Zach By is the co-host. Stokely and Zach, check him out on 104.3 The Fan in Denver. Zach, thank you so much for the time. Appreciate it, man. Aaron and Gabe, thanks for having me on. You guys enjoy the NBA Finals. Tune in. Game one tomorrow night. NBA Finals coverage, 7.30 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Up next, Gabe goes through his ranked bottom five off seasons in the National Football League. We get to him next. This has been Canty and Carlin. I guess we're not done yet, but it has been so far. <laughs> Canty and Carlin with you. I'm Aaron Goldhammer, Gabe Neitzel on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and 
and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. And Carlin, the podcast. Which NFL GMs do we think could be gone after bad off seasons? Look out. This is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. Ask your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He's Gabe Neitzel. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And a reminder, the game one of the NBA Finals is coming up tomorrow, and you can watch it on ABC, and you can hear it. Nuggets Heat on ESPN Radio. Gabe Neitzel now has gone through every offseason move. Right, Gabe? You have been breaking it down for weeks you've gone deep into the spreadsheets you are ready for the big reveal on to the list which teams were great what player was not does he hang on intercepted he couldn't hang on this is the nfl top five bottom five number five so with the bottom five we'll work our way up to the worst and where we begin here at number five on the bottom aaron the Minnesota Vikings. This was a team that was terrible on defense last year. So terrible that they went 13-4, and yet they were still outscored throughout the course of the year. Their point differential was minus three. So they decided to hire Brian Flores, which seems to be a good move as the defensive coordinator, but they lost Eric Kendricks, Patrick Peterson, traded away to Darius Smith, and... That's just on defense. They also have to figure out what they want to be going forward offensively. They lost Adam Thielen. Who knows what's going to be happening with Dalvin Cook as he is unhappy with his situation in Minnesota. And, oh yeah, they still don't have a plan, but they're going to be doing past Kirk Cousins this season. The Vikings, number five in terms of the worst off-seasons. Number four. We move on to the Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, it's never a good look when you decide to decline the fifth-year option on a player, and then you have to franchise tag that player to keep him around. Whoops! I guess that was a bit of a mistake. Uh, They also signed Jacoby Myers. 
which would be nice if their wide receiver core wasn't already pretty deep. And that top of the list of wide receivers, Devontae Adams, had to clarify comments he made earlier this offseason about how it didn't seem like he was happy in, in Las Vegas after one year, and now it does seem like he's happy. And recently there was a report uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo, their new quarterback, had to sign a waiver because of his foot injury. Those seem to be all very bad things for a team that was expected oh, to be good last year, Aaron, but not very good in the end. I also think they downgraded at quarterback. But people, I think, underrate Derek Carr, and I think their entire fan base and franchise has. They really think they got better at the position going from Carr to a guy who's going to be hurt in week two, and then what the heck are they going to do? I think McDaniel is going to get fired, um, and I think they could be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes game. Yeah, I think that would be great for them to be in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Let's go to the next one. Number three. I have the Rams at number three because, I mean, how much of an offseason can they really have? They've traded away virtually all of their draft picks. They have no cap space, so they had to say goodbye to veterans like Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, Bobby Wagner, and Allen Robinson. There are a lot of fan bases out there, Aaron, that said, we could suck for a decade. I just want the one championship. And the Rams are seemingly really going to push that to its limits because it's an aging roster that has no way to just infuse it with youth. Yeah, you know, look, if you're a Rams fan, go back and watch your DVD that you got with your paid subscription to Sports Illustrated because that's going to be the best (laughs) highlights you're going to have for the next couple of years. I don't know why, Gabe, Sean McVay doesn't step away, right? Doesn't this seem like the perfect time for him to off to the booth, off to the set of NFL countdown, you know, whatever, a couple of years, and then dive right back in with a new organization because this is a dumpster fire in Los Angeles. Not great right now in L.A. Let's go to number two. Number two. So usually when betting scandal is the headline, that's typically not a good thing, and that's where we come with the Detroit Lions at number two when they've had to suspend multiple players cut some of those players because they were caught up in a gambling scandal. And then one of your promising young players in Jamison Williams, who had to miss a good chunk of last year as he recovered from an ACL. Now, okay, now you're really excited. You get the full off-season workouts where he's on the field and not rehabbing the knee. And he's suspended for six games because he didn't know the rules. I put that on the Lions for not educating him properly. It seems that there are a lot of teams out there that knew that you can't place bets, whether it's on college football or whatever, that things that players can bet on just can't do it while you're on the premises of NFL teams. So Jamison Williams is going to be suspended for six games. Just really a team that a lot of people are high on. And I'm not saying the Lions are going to have a bad year. I'm just saying this offseason's kind of been wonky for them. And the biggest headline is gambling scandal. Look, the Jameer Gibbs pick, I don't understand at all. That also a made running no sense. back at number 12, that was really odd to me. You could talk I me also... to Bijan Robinson because the way, and he ends up going to Atlanta, but the yeah. way that everybody talked about Bijan Robinson as being just this huge difference making running back, okay. But to be some, to take any other running back, I can't make, make it make sense. I mean, it's like taking quarterbacks early in your fantasy draft. There's so many running backs, and they're dime. Zeke Elliott and Kareem Hunt are out on the street right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, DeAndre Swift from the Lions was acquired for, like, not very much. The days of Trent Richardson going for a number one pick are over in the NFL. That's for sure. So I thought that move in particular was bizarre. Next. Number one. And maybe this one ended up being a little influenced by a video I saw on social media earlier today. Because, as you mentioned, OTA is going on right now. 
But there is a battle going on to be the new number one quarterback in Tampa Bay. They've moved on from Tom Brady after he decided to retire. And if you're a Buccaneers fan, you've been just sitting there watching great quarterback play for the last handful of seasons. I saw a video earlier today on social media, Aaron, featuring Kyle Trask and Baker Mayfield overthrowing every receiver they possibly could while in shorts and helmets. Like, this is... This is the time. This is the easy part. This should be, oh, you're just playing pitch and catch out there during OTAs while receivers are running routes. And these two, I, I swear, went a combined two for ten in the video I saw earlier today. Yeah, I have a lot of experience being in Cleveland with Baker Mayfield. And I got to tell you, it's going to be a tough, long year in Tampa. Again, go back and watch the DVD that you got with your paid <laughs> subscription to Sports <laughs> Illustrated. I highly recommend that. Go back and enjoy your Tom Brady era. You won a Super Bowl recently. But, man, oh, man, this is an old, aging team with no quarterback that barely made the playoffs by the skin of their teeth with a bad team last year. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a long season in Tampa. When you have a great quarterback, it's just the great deodorant to the rest of your team, and totally. now your deodorant is Baker Mayfield. Yes, uh, who who could do pretty good commercials for deodorant, but probably <laughs> belongs more on the set of College Game Day than he does in an NFL huddle, and I think he's going to be there relatively soon. So Herbie, McAfee, and Baker Mayfield on the set with uh, Reese Davis and the whole team. I can't wait to get the picks. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is it. That is Gabe's yeah. bottom. You don't. You don't have another. No honorable mentions you want to no, go through or no, anything. There's no. I think. I think. I think five's enough. All right. I've got plays of the night ready to go. In a sport that doesn't get enough love, I'm going to be making some plays in regard to the French Open, and we'll have three and out next. Aaron Goldhammer, Gabe Knights are with you. Canty and Carlin's on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money, the smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night. The taste of money. Canty and Carlin are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, where you can make every moment more. And it is time for our play of the night here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Gabe Knight, so we are in for the guys. Gabe, can I interest you in a three-leg men's tennis parlay from the French Open at Roland Garros that's nearly guaranteed to hit? 
I mean, even if I say no, I think you're going to give it. So let's go ahead and hear it. Hit me. I like the favorites, but if you stack the favorites together, you could turn it into plus money. Give me Stefanos Tsitsipas over Diego Schwartzman. Schwartzman is washed up. Tsitsipas minus 900 in a match that's going to be played at 5 o'clock in the morning Eastern time uh, on Thursday. Then you got to give me Alcaraz. He's the number one seed. I don't care if he's playing Shapovalov. I don't know that they have a clay court in the country of uh, 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 Canada, which is where I think Shapovalov is from, although I'm not 100% sure. I think he's Canadian. I I have recognized very few names you've said so far, so keep rolling. And then uh, Rublev is a lock tomorrow, minus 350 uh, over Senego. So give me, uh, here's the three. Ready? We're doing uh, three-legger, Tsitsipas, Alcaraz, and Rublev in the French Open tomorrow. And I'm putting a couple of units on it, minus 216 for all the favorites. Make that your bet. You got a play of the night tonight, Gabe? What do you got? A little baseball, or you want to dive into game one? You like somebody in game one? Oh, I'm still I'm rolling. I don't even know what it, what is it. What is the line for game one tomorrow night for the Nugs? Nine per Caesars Sportsbook. Yeah, give me the favorites. I'm especially the way that um, our guest earlier from Denver was talking about. The, it's been since yeah. Obama Zach was in Bai. office. Yeah, yeah. Zach Bai right. like really sold the those Nuggets are regular at home. season games though. Gabe, the playoffs in the finals, it's a totally different thing. So. Um, Still, the I don't Nuggets know. haven't lost Nine's at home lost. since March. The 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 Heat have won nine times in the playoffs as an underdog already on their way to the NBA Finals. You're just that a, is a nervous Nuggets fan. Major just stay away. Major stay away give to me. Maybe the Nuggets minus nine. Hit it, guys. Sometimes it's the worst. Sometimes it's the best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is Three and Out. Three and Out on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Gabe Neitzel. And we need to have a moment of silence, Gabe, for one of my favorite sporting events of the entire year. It is the Cheez-It Bowl no longer. Announced today that it is changing its name from the Cheez-It Bowl, which I love Cheez-Its. They are a premier snack, in my opinion, to the Pop-Tart Bowl. Now, God bless the old Pop-Tart. I've never had a Pop-Tart. Does Pop-Tart deserve its own bowl? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. What do you mean you've never had a Pop-Tart? I have never once eaten a Pop-Tart in my entire life. Am I missing out on something here? You went I, don't, to college, I don't have an opinion right? on them one way or the other. You went to college, yeah, I went to, right? Yeah, I went to college. We had to, I went to college in New York City where we had bagels and cereal and I don't know. Well, yeah, but non- like, I mean, it's in the, it's in the category of cereal. You know, maybe you've had too many bowls of cereal. You want something a little bit warm. So you throw that in the toaster. It gives you a little something to what, you know, eat as you're walking to class. I, I don't know how. How old are you, Aaron? Like, how how can you go this far in life without eating I'm 40, a pop tart? I'm forty, and I have never once eaten. If you want, next time we're on together, I'll try a pop tart, and I'll give you my full breakdown description of what it is that a pop tart is offering to me. Because I just yeah. i 
I've never really had a hankering for it. I would Gabe, rather have do, a piece of toast. Do you have a, a favorite Pop-Tart? Like, if you had to recommend a Pop-Tart for Aaron, are you going easy so with, I, like, the I, strawberry? Are you going I mean, s'mores? You go with the strawberry. The strawberry's great. The s'mores is fantastic. I grew up, I feel like we always had the brown sugar cinnamon brown sugar, yep. in, my, in my house, so those are always my go-to because there's a sense of nostalgia there. And do you but ever eat but, them without toasting them, or you got to put oh, it in course. the toaster first? You don't have to put it in the toaster. I would recommend it for your first time, but you don't have to. Joe and Amber are next. This now has been Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.